It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to The So So Show with Visit Southampton. Light up your social life. If it's happening in the SO postcode, you'll hear about it here. It's a weekly look at life in the city and it's hosted by her, Zoe Hansen. And him, Simon Clark. Apparently, I'm always much louder than you, Simon. Is that just in terms of this recording or life in general? <laughs> just life in general. Okay. <laughs> Now, this week, we're going to look at all of the very, very exciting things happening this summer at West Quay. They're watching a dinosaur be built on a Sunday night. It was interesting. We just want to make burgers. We want to do it in a fun way. It takes longer to get in the room, get your top off, than it does actually do the treatment itself. It occurs to me that I really need to stop moaning. Oh, Because why? in the car on the way over here today, I dropped the lad off at the gym. Yeah. And I said, oh, when we finish, I'm going to need to go get some fuel because I'm almost out. Yada, yada, yeah. yada. And he said, great. Then I get to listen to you moaning about how it's cost you 476 <laughs> quid for a tank of fuel for the rest <laughs> of the journey home. How big's your car, first of all? <laughs> well, this is a 16-year-old not quite knowing how much it costs, but knowing that it costs a lot. My daughter has now joined in with the new challenge. So normally, as we're driving along making long journeys go quicker is always a thing that you have to do as a parent so it might be spotting a yellow car or for us it's always been spotting an animal very often we're driving along and shouting horse (laughs) (laughs) but now the new challenge is who can spot petrol or diesel at two pounds first (laughs) (laughs) that's like trying to spot a unicorn (laughs) oh but it's coming it's coming (laughs) it's just really interesting how everyone is now becoming a little bit obsessed about the cost of everything to the point where i now have my air conditioning on in increments so (laughs) i'll get in the car and i'll stick the air con on and once the temperature comes down to a reasonable level i'll knock that off and open a window well no but what you should do you know you should recycle the air that is in your car rather than bringing the air in so there's from a, outside. So there's a button that's a recycle button. Yes. So it's recycling the air that is already in your car is better because that's already cooled by the air conditioning rather than the air that's outside that's 29 degrees. As it comes into the car, then it has to cool it down. Using more fuel. Any more tips you want? <laughs> Did we ever have a conversation on this podcast about why your air conditioning vents should point upwards? Yeah, but I want it on my feet. So downwards. Okay, pretend that conversation didn't happen. And leave your windows shut, Simon. That ain't going to cool you down. The So So Show. This week, it's a West Key special. So we're going to start where we always do with a West Key special with Laura Reed, the centre manager, who is very much looking forward to a very exciting summer at West Key. Well, I sort of thought we were heading into the quieter time over the summer, but then I've just reeled through all the things that we're doing and gone, oh no, 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 it's actually very, very busy. <laughs> so um, I suppose the first thing I really need to talk about is my labour of love for the past six months, which has been Big Sarah the dinosaur Uh, so we kept it a big secret for a long time Uh, we were working on it since before Christmas basically the story goes I was approached by a a local business owner Um, he's an investor who during lockdown bought a dinosaur like you do wow (laughs) the rest of us made banana bread (laughs) exactly I made loads of that stuff but he yeah he, he invested in a 150 million year old allosaurus skeleton called Big Sarah 
Sarah. She was dug up in Wyoming in uh, the States and sold at auction in Paris. Uh, he bought her not having seen her and had the crates delivered where he popped them in storage. And um, he lives quite locally to here. He's Bournemouth based and his family come here a lot. And so he wanted to put her on display somewhere where everyone had the chance to see her. And it wasn't a case of, you know, children might go to a museum maybe once a year if they're lucky, normally London based. Whereas this is somewhere that people can come time and time again. Um, it's free, you know, free for everybody. Um, somewhere that lots of people will see her. So he approached me and said, can we put her on display in West Quay? Uh, I went... That sounds like fun. And uh, it was quite more complicated than I first thought to put a dinosaur in a shopping centre. Things, Little things like dinosaur insurance and casing her and making sure she was safe. Do you have to keep them in the sort of right conditions? Um, not that we're aware of. I mean, we, we've made, the main thing for us was making sure she didn't get damaged. So um, having a bespoke built case, a bit built home for her, uh, which we've done, and um, making sure she's alarmed and secure, uh, which she is. And um, yeah, then we've just popped her, popped her out there for everyone to have a look at. It was the building her last Sunday night, which was possibly the, the most amusing thing. Moving huge crates of bones across uh, Portland Terrace and having to stop traffic while people were watching on going, what is in those boxes? And we obviously, was highly under wraps. And then overnight, Sunday night, we, we had a specialist team come over from um, Italy to build her. They're watching a dinosaur be built on a Sunday night after the platitudes. It was interesting. Where in Westkey can we see Big Sarah? So she is outside Five Guys in the inside of Westkey South. It's an area we call the long room but I think that's only an internal sort of name for it. Um, Westkey the food bit. Westkey the food bit but inside not on the terraces. So at the bottom of the escalators that take you up to the cinema which segues me nicely into Jurassic World. Perfectly placed uh, at the cinema, come and see a dinosaur, go and see Jurassic World, grab a burger or some other food outlets are available and there you go, there's your day out. Do you know what, I've got to say, Westkey, you do it right, don't you, hey? The new Jurassic World film comes out, you have a dinosaur at the bottom of the escalators. This is not even a model, is it? No, no, this is a real 150 million year old dinosaur fossil. So um, the, the Allosaurus was actually the apex predator of the Jurassic period. So um, you can take your T-Rex, quite frankly. Allosaurus is the original. She was there way before T-Rex even thought about turning up. (laughs) And what else is going on around Westkey? Because there is so much, isn't there? Absolutely. So alongside all that, uh, all that excitement, we've also got our Summer of Sport event live on the Esplanade. So we've got our village bar and a big screen with our sponsors, uh, Southampton Football Club. And we are showing the summer of sport so we've got Wimbledon we've got the women's Euros we've got Royal Ascot we've got Queens we've got uh, the Commonwealth Games all the way through till I think it's the 7th of August where we will then take that away and bring in our next summer event which we may hear about on a later podcast but yeah so there's the big screen down there deck chairs you can order your food from one of our restaurants nip up collect it have something to eat uh, watch take all the in the action and grab a drink while you're there. I was there on Sunday for Father's Day, went to Zizi's. Oh, how lovely. the deck chairs and the big screen. And it looks great, doesn't it? Because you've got the women's Euros and there'll be some cricket on there and there's the tennis as well. And obviously it's been sunny as well, so... 
It's just wonderful. It looks even better when there's not a thunderstorm like there <laughs> was on Sunday. <laughs> so when you went to ZZ's, did you go and see Big Sarah? No, because I didn't know Big Sarah was there. Oh. Had I have known Big Sarah was there, I'd have made a point of going to see her. And now you do. I went and saw Big Sarah. I got quite choked up. Like, it was quite... Why are you laughing? Because you get choked up at everything. <laughs> no, but this, that whole, you know, how tiny a blip we are. Oh, completely. You know, and this thing is 115 million years old. Yeah, it was really quite outstanding. And having her where they've placed her yes. with the Jurassic Park film out is just absolutely genius. Isn't it just? Just a quickie, talking of dinosaurs, there is this dinosaur live show and it's going to be on down at Royal Victoria Country Park in August. Check it out if you have kids or if you know anyone interested in dinosaurs they're gonna love this i love the fact that the guy by the way who put big sarah in west key mm. just decided on a whim he was gonna buy a dinosaur that's <laughs> not one of those impulse purchases you can hide in a cupboard under the sink and then slowly integrate into life without your other half noticing <laughs> and that is a page nobody else found on amazon <laughs> southampton's podcast the so so show so our next guest from West Quay are Jocelyn and Nick from John Lewis. Now, having a baby is one of the most daunting things that can happen to someone. Luckily, the nursery department at John Lewis is there with all the info to help you. Four different types of appointment, as Jocelyn explained to Zoe. We've got four different appointment types. One of them, and our most popular, is our A to Z. So it's our all things baby A to Z, and we will cover everything that you need to know. So, you know, you have a play with it. What what works for you might not necessarily work for somebody else so it's really great to come and get to know the brands that we sell get to know what you need as well I think and and you often go into these appointments not really knowing what you do want and you come out leaving with what you do want and you just feel like you've got a bit more knowledge and what's the trend at the moment because I think when when my daughter was born about nine years ago I had like a, a denim buggy you know that was nick's already laughing right um what's the trend at the moment i I might have to pass that over to nick actually because i i have to be quite honest i just kind of went with whatever felt comfortable i didn't go by trend when i bought from here um i just went by comfort and ease so nick what you got in the buggy (laughs) i mean what was easy to fold down (laughs) What wasn't too heavy for me? This is Nick from the nursery department. What are new parents looking for at the moment? Yeah, hi. I mean, um, grey, black, a lot of grey and black, I'd say. People always say, oh, you know, what colours are available? Uh, And then we show them a swatch full of all these colours and they go, yeah, I'll have the grey. Only thing with black is it does show up all the baby sick. That's true, yeah. That's definitely true. But then nobody ever goes for the white colours. I don't know. know. Because that shows up all the dirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then, you know, baby sick is white. So, yeah. But nobody ever goes for the bright orange colours, I don't know. So, Nick, you work in the nursery department. You've worked here for four years.
years, haven't you? Was it quite strange being a guy coming into the nursery department? I suppose it's a bit out of the norm to have a guy working here. Yeah, it, it was very strange. I mean, so when I first got the job, I was offered a couple of different departments, but this was the only one that was full-time and I really needed the work at the time. So I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. This will be awful. But, you know, I don't think I would change departments now. People are always so thankful for your time. So, yeah, it's great. Well, you're dealing with people in a really lovely time of their life, aren't you? And when we were saying earlier, you know, how do people pick a buggy? How do people pick a car seat? Have you ever had buggy races? Because that might be it, mightn't it? You know, you're you're running late on the school run or, you know, oh, I want to do park run, but I haven't got a running buggy. Which one shall I take? Have you ever had that happen? I have not, but it's something I wanted to do for a long time. I've got my eye on one that I think would definitely be the fastest. But um, yeah, no, that's not been on the table yet i'm afraid i uh have sold a few buggies for dogs that happens quite a lot surprisingly do they bring the dog in so that they can have sort of a fitting they have not done that yet but i encourage anybody who wants to do that um we are more than uh, happy to accommodate your furry friends and the other thing i wanted to speak to you about jocelyn is about the all about baby events so these happen every six weeks for parents grandparents expectant parents and you have loads of different partners come in to talk to them as well nct water babies there's mini first aid the lovely vanessa that we've had on the so so show actually what goes on at these i guess you could explain it like a, a baby exhibition in a way but we have all these wonderful suppliers like you mentioned water babies mini first aid and they come in and they just they they chat to our customers about what they do and how they can help and you know as john lewis yes we have the stuff that we sell and it's fantastic but you know we want to be able to show our customers there's a lot out there in the local community we don't do baby groups in store at the moment you know perhaps it's something we'll look into but you know you've got baby sensory and mini first aid who are just brilliant at what they do and we can't specialize in that kind of thing we specialize in everything else so it's fantastic it's a great event um, if you're an expecting parent or if you're a new parent to come along find out all about us find out all about the lovely local and national suppliers and yeah have a chat with them and get to know us really free cup of tea as well apparently free cup of tea <laughs> It's interesting that things haven't really changed in the 20 years or so since I had a daughter because the first place I went when I found out I was going to be a parent was John Lewis. Yeah, because everything's there, isn't it? Everything that you could possibly need or want is there. And the closest thing to an instruction manual as well. Yes. Because they don't come with manuals. Anyone will give you any bit of advice you want on how to raise a child, but if you want decent, honest, impartial advice... The team at John Lewis were the ones to talk to. And some of them will even have them overnight. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. They won't, they won't, they won't, they won't. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. It might be a distant memory, but does everybody remember the Platinum Jubilee weekend? Well, they're still bunting, hanging in just about every <laughs> pub I've been to, so yes, I do remember it. You're absolutely right. And Oxford Street, still with all of their Union Jack bunting up, it looks amazing. At 
absolutely amazing still. And some of my neighbours, you'll remember that we had a street party. Some of my neighbours have been in touch now and said, we should do it every year. That conversation is happening in 90% of roads in the UK, certainly around Southampton. And it will become like Pancake Day, where you go... Why do we only have pancakes on one day of the year? (laughs) Why do we only have a street party every 70 years when the Queen's been on the throne? Because if we did it on a bank holiday, (laughs) it would get rained off, just like every other (laughs) British bank holiday ever does. The So So Show. Next with our visit to West Quay is Michael from the Laser Clinic. Now, they opened before Christmas and they're getting busier all the time. But what exactly can they do to help? It does laser hair removal. We do skin tightening, capillary reduction, so thread veins around the nose, um, thread veins on the face, and yeah, literally top to toe laser. Okay, and then also what they call injectables. So we have a nurse who comes in, nurse prescriber, and she does Botox, dermal fillers, Profilo, and Obagi skincare as well. If you don't think I'm putting you on the spot, no, I sort of am anyway, what would you do with my face? Ooh. Well, we could do Botox in the forehead. The hydrofacials are great. We can do for, just like I get, the rather open pores on the nose, around the cheeks, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's what I do. There you go, look. I mean, that was a very, very tactical (laughs) answer, wasn't it? That was wonderful. Thank you so much for that. My Botox has worn off, as you can see, I think. I can move it up, just not down. (laughs) Yeah, it's got worn off. (laughs) Is it a little hobby of yours after you've had Botox to look in the mirror and try to scowl? You try to do, um, you're like, is this my surprised face? Is this my cross face? (laughs) It's like, no, I can move it. It's time to get more. It's time to get more. What's the most popular procedure, do we call it a procedure or or treatment treatment that you do here? Is laser hair removal for um, Brazilian and underarms is a package we do. Brazilian, is that all off? It's all all off, just not round the back. Okay. Yeah, you can do stripes, whatever you want. Do you get requests for that? So, oh, I would like some hair left in the shape of a heart. Um, A heart would be tricky. (laughs) Stripes, triangles, patterns, you name it. You name it. Although we do see the tattoos we see, (laughs) the amount of tattoos that are, oh, who's Josh? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. That's my ex. That's fantastic. Um, Laser hair removal. So does it get rid of the hair for good so the hair that the laser kills the hair follicles it kills they don't come back but as people age as hormones change you can get spontaneous growth from different hair follicles um so that's why some people will come back for just a top up every year because you can get new growth through and how many times do you have to have it before that hair will not come back? You start to see um, a reduction after the first treatment, but we say 8 to 12 is a sort of sweet spot to get, um, we say at least 90%. And then you would just have no hair there for forever? You just don't have hair there forever. 
Do you think you're sort of messing with evolution a little bit? No, it's what makes people happy, really. <laughs> I did my... I've done my neck, or I got the girls to do my neck. Because you've got a beard, haven't you? You've got a beard, but... No, but I but don't like shaving my neck, so I, I hate shaving my neck, so I just did that, so now I don't have to shave my neck. However, my wife and daughters pointed out that I have grey hairs, and the laser doesn't see white or grey hairs, so now I get um, lovely little whiskers of grey hairs under my beard. How fabulous. So you've got to get it done when you're of an age where your hair is dark. Yes, so it the easiest treated hair is dark thick hair on pale skin but we can treat hair right up until the darkest darkest skin tones you can think of but the laser just doesn't see just like you stay cool if you wear a white shirt in the sun it just does the light doesn't see the the white or the gray hairs is it my imagination or were you desperate to get some work done <laughs> cheeky <laughs> <laughs> well you kept asking what would you, what would you do what would you do was that just angling? Yeah, because that's always well, yeah, always angling for something, but <laughs> but it's always quite you know if you if you go and see a makeup artist, I don't know about you, Simon, but you always say, okay, well, which colours suit me? Which colours would you put on? <laughs> well, you couldn't exactly say hairdresser, could you? <laughs> <laughs> But that's it, isn't it? Right, so you meet a hairdresser at a barbecue, you go, oh, what style do you think would suit me? Maybe and a decade or so ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's what happens, that's what you say. When you go to these places and they go, what do you want done? You go, oh, I don't know, you tell me, right? You're the expert. <laughs> but I did get a couple of treatments and... Here's what happened. I was only joking about the whole, what should I have done? Yep. Um, but I've been and had lasers yep. on my underarms. Yep. And what else have I had done? <laughs> you had thread veins, tr- thread veins treated around your nose. Okay, so, so this is little, tiny little, like, red thread veins, spider veins, whatever you want to call them, that are across my face. And they're gone gone. in one treatment. And how does that work? How does that machine do it? Basically, the light interacts with different structures within the skin. So if it's hair removal, it's attracted to the melanin, the colour in the hair root, um, absorbs that heat. The one we did for your thread veins, same sort of process, but it targets the haemoglobin, so the blood. Basically just cauterizes them shut so they don't come back. It's brilliant. And those thread veins, I reckon they've been there for like 10, 15 years yeah. and they're just gone. Yeah, just gone. So you must get people sort of come in, yeah. they're a bit nervous about the treatment, yeah. and then they come back out after having the treatment. What sort of reactions do you get? We get, that didn't hurt at all. <laughs> that didn't hurt at all. When they they often ask, oh, this, this is going to hurt, isn't it? I was like, well, have you waxed? We well, have yeah, wax all the time. So, like, well, it's not going to hurt at all if if that's the case. Compared, waxing is like a ten. This is a one. It totally is, and I was amazed at how quick it was as well. Like underarms, lasering those five minutes tops. Yeah, it takes longer to get in the room, get your top off, than it does to actually do the treatment itself. I feel terrible now that I didn't walk into your house earlier and go, wow, you look amazing. (laughs) Stop it. Could I turn around and just say it's because you got your legs out and that distracted me. Would that be possible? Don't even start with that, right? I reckon you are the kind of guy. So there's a friend of ours, Dan Mills, used to be on hard drive time. He used to set a reminder in his phone if his wife was going to the hairdressers and he would set a reminder to say how lovely her hair was. And if he didn't... 
then he would be in all sorts of trouble. So he used to set an alarm on his phone to say, your hair looks amazing. Oh, yeah, you went to the hairdressers today, didn't you? He's so dry. Can you imagine? <laughs> anyway... So you were very happy with the whole process. I love it. Lift your arm up. Let's have a look. Wow. Look (laughs) at that. No, with my underarms, I think you've got to have like six treatments, but it didn't hurt at all. I thought it was going to like burn or whatever, but it was brilliant. And six treatments. And then then you never never have have to shave shave again. again. Wow. What? Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. In theory, this is my penultimate podcast before I go on holiday. Ooh, in theory. I say in theory because something is happening on Friday which might get in the way of it. Okay. So I've got a 16-year-old and an 18-year-old. Okay. They've both been doing GCSEs and A-levels respectively. Yes. He's got his prom on Friday. (gasps) She is having her... We really should have had a prom two years ago, but couldn't because it's COVID. So everybody from her year at Wilden is going to the same nightclub on the same night to basically do what they didn't do two years ago. Yeah. I think either one or both of them is bound to get COVID and it's going to completely scuffle my holiday plans. Oh, no, don't. So I can't say to them, don't go out and mix with hundreds of other kids your age to celebrate the fact you finished your exams. Yeah. Because what kind of parent would I be if I said, no, you can't? But... At the same time, I really don't want to lose a holiday. So, and this is the holiday of a lifetime, isn't it? It's planned to be, although it's changed ever so slightly since the original holiday of a lifetime plans. So what's it doing? It's going to be book something last minute, providing they both pass a PCR middle of next week. Okay. So I reckon I have a solution. You'll look after them and I can go on my own? (laughs) No, this is an even better solution. What you buy them is like a sort of changing tent and they can lock themselves away in it and that way you don't have to buy either of them a prom outfit either. I've still got the prom dress from two years ago, which is um, (laughs) not doing anything apart from gathering dust. Maybe I could send them to the nightclub and to the prom in a hazmat suit. Yes, exactly. And that might be the easy way around it, given the price of prom dresses. I've told you the story of the prom dress and we went to buy the prom dress, haven't we? Yes. The, can you imagine... Someone else walking into the prom wearing that dress line. Oh my god! On the impressionable fifteen-year-old, <gasps> and then there was no prom. Oh, mate, I just feel for you. On the plus side, if anyone's looking forward to a prom in 2023 and needs a dress, <laughs> I've still got some photos. Well, do you know what? I have had a couple of prom dresses. Uh, they were a couple of ball dresses that I used to wear and uh, I've had enough of them and trying to sell them and people going how long is it and what uh, what does it look like if you wear these kinds of shoes I'm like get lost just buy it if you want it and they weren't expensive at all anyway I've given up with that I can't be bothered I'm got rid of them i've taken them to the charity shop today and said to the people in the charity shop there are some brand new prom dresses in the top of there go for it get them out quick so that anybody that needs one they're in it we see i'd rather do that with the dress and try and sell it to be honest because it was absolutely beautiful and she did look absolutely amazing in it i bet and i would much rather especially given the times we live in at the moment yes someone who really needed their daughter to look absolutely beautiful but couldn't well let me find for you there is a charity there is a place where they will gift prom dresses to people who can't afford it so let's talk to them let me find one for you simon set me up with that i think there is one in in hedge end i won't even have to take it too far (laughs) it's all about 
about Southampton. The So So Show. I can honestly tell you, I have never felt as hungry as I did when I listened to this conversation between Zoe and Jade, who is the general manager of Byron Burgers in West Quay. She talked Zoe through the new summer menu. Byron Burgers are now part of Famously Proper um, and they've been around for ages. They've had lots of ups and downs. They've gone 50 sites, now they've got 20. Now we're pushing, pushing to come all the way back again. Uh, been in West Quay for about six years since they opened and obviously the two non-existent years that... Um, that we don't talk no. about. We don't talk about those last two years. So what's the difference between Byron Burger and any other burger? We just want to make burgers. We want to do it in a fun way, get the team involved, really, really push to have that perfect dining experience from start to finish for the guests to come in and just have a really decent, good burger and have a good time whilst they're here. Does that mean that you you sing, the staff sing in here? We sing happy birthday all the time. <laughs> Bring over a little brownie and sing happy birthday. Well, everyone wants that, right? Can you explain what a frickle is? I've seen the guys cooking the burgers that look amazing, by the way, and they've got T-shirts on saying, ask me for a frickle, frickle yeah. and I'm like, oh, that sounds a bit naughty. It is unfortunately not on the menu at the moment, but a frickle is what you can imagine. It's a deep-fried pickle. What we do do, though, are picklebacks, which we do for when we have big parties in, so it's a shot of bourbon chased with pickle juice, and that's... That's what we do. That sounds quite something. They shot if you're over 18, for sure, yeah. So there is a whole new menu going on at Byron Burgers at the moment. What's your favourite, Jade? We have some great desserts, which we hadn't really had before, and I think the Sundays, the mint chocolate chip sundae. There's a sharer, which if you're going to have, I would not share that. Have it yourself. <laughs> it's amazing. We do that in a variation of, of a milkshake as well. So, yeah, definitely dessert-wise, some great things coming. And then we've got our pimped up halloumi fries again loads of sauce on there just bigger sharing portions and i think that's what we want really you know we want people to have that experience and share and and come in and have a good time you know so i definitely say yeah pimped up halloumis and the sundays must try you're obviously famous for your burgers what do people go for most what's the what's the favorite what's the most popular so i'd probably say all of the the b-rex and the c-rex and the v-rex what's that you've got meat you've got cheese you've got an onion ring jalapenos it's this big stack of of just goodness and it comes in either beef chicken or brand new on our menu we've got the v-rex which is vegan option so everyone has the option to have it so i'd say that's probably one of our most famous i know that we don't talk about the the two years that must not be mentioned (laughs) anymore because i'm actually taking them off my age as well um but there must have been lots going on for you guys sort of delivery wise as well i joined spiron during lockdown and i'd never worked with delivery and it was tickets all the way from the pass out the door it was it was great and it was great to have that in those two years where we couldn't have customers in our restaurant and have that experience and i think it really helped us to reopen and, and have people know and still be able to have byron during the during those two unspoken years and all of the new menu that's all on delivery as well is it a lot of it will be put on delivery as well and hopefully in the long run we can get sundays and stuff on there as well and and but yeah definitely 100 percent of the new sides are all going to be available on delivery to order the other thing that i've seen that Byron have created is some limited edition burgers. There was one specially for our lovely Queen's Jubilee. So we made an amazing burger called the Elizabethan 
Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that had um, pulled beef on it. We had cute little flags of crowns going on top. Um, great seller that really really helped us everyone loved it it's still available on our menu now for the foreseeable and when that does eventually get taken off we'll have seasonal specials coming as well we had the eat a mess shake which is great fun it had a meringue nest and you just smash through it with your straw really a lot of fun for kids and adults like so yeah watch out for seasonal specials they'll definitely be on the menu moving forward as well you know what i was expecting for the jubilee the patty jubes uh, rather than the platy jubes that's good as well yeah no definitely I think specials are something that we really want to have. I think just people love it. But the Elizabethan is not a bad name, I don't think, either. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. But any of this, any sort of alliteration going on, you shout me. I'm so into yeah, that. 100%. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I, I love that burger. And we still will have the beef because it's on some of our pimped up fries and halloumi as well. So there's always an option for us to make it, you know, if we, if we miss it in a couple months' time. So, yeah, a lot coming on this new menu launch, and it's really exciting. Pimped up halloumi fries. I Ooh. mean, come on. <laughs> I just spent that entire interview wanting to go and bury my face in a burger. (laughs) And I hate to tell you, but we totally smash lunch after that oh i'm so sorry simon you missed out there why do i never get invited to come to these (laughs) you can always come along i never get an invite especially when there's food involved (laughs) you can always come along someone can someone needs to hold the microphone surely i'm just i'm just gonna let you know though the burgers were amazing i just need to tell you you know the burgers were amazing the fries were just (laughs) outstanding (laughs) Oh, and I had a milkshake. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> I'm not looking at you. I'm not hearing the words coming out of your mouth. I love it. I'm not looking. All right, then. I've got something for you. Okay. Okay. Doggy back from last week. What's going on with Visit Southampton? Light up your social life. Because mm, that's going to feel just as good as a burger. Well, but here anyway. you go. Look, look, look. This is with added... Entertainment as well, right? Foodies Festival in Winchester, 15th to the 17th of July. Gabrielle is on. Lee and Simon from Blue are on. I don't know if they're cooking or whether they're singing. Um, and Entrance, right? See, I'd see, I told you, I knew you'd be up for that one. You know you're in Winchester <laughs> for a food festival when they've got live entertainment like that. I know, right? Pull it out of the bag. Uh, Eastleigh Lakeside Steam Railway, Family Fun Weekend, 9th and 10th of July. I've got to say, it was a beautiful cup of tea. It was a lovely bit of cake. I've got to say hello to Lauren and Libby at the Lunch Lounge. They're only allowed to work there if their name begins with L, I'm sure of it. Excellent. Does that go against anything, like, HR-wise? I don't know. Depends. (laughs) We'll have to ask Lydia in HR. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's the lunch lounge down at Base Point. And Martin from C Southampton, he was on last week's So So Show. Uh, He's doing a signing, and there's this whole thing about Southampton history, and it's down at October Books, and that's on the 2nd of July. Can we also just wish good luck to Luke Mation, who's from Birth on Boat Company in Lymington. Mm-hmm. He's riding the Tour de France. <gasps> oh, yes. Not with all of the Tour de France riders, but okay. like a day behind. He is riding the Tour 21 and he's going to be doing it for care leukemia. Wow. By the time this podcast drops, he'll be on his way. 
Yeah. So I can't begin to imagine how much of a challenge that's going to be. And I know how hard he's worked with his training to get to the level to do this. Well, it's no mean feat to do one stage of the Tour de France, let alone behind these guys who are super, super, super fit. So if you feel suitably impressed at what one man with a dad bod from Limington can achieve, (laughs) track him down on Twitter. We'll retweet uh, one of his links and you can see where you can support him and maybe chuck some money his way for care leukaemia. Have a great week, Zoe. And you, Simon. And thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us a review and possibly even five stars if you think we deserve it. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show.